Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. My name is Caitlin and with me tonight are... Jake. Chris. And Ames. For episode 87. Woo! Yeah. And we're going to talk, you know, in a little change of pace, two episodes of Star Trek The Next uh, Generation. Weird. I know. Sorry to throw you a curveball, folks. We're going to be talking about yesterday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yesterday's Enterprise and The Offspring. Man, I should have looked up the words ahead of time. Wow. What song was that? Even? I don't even so know what, what you're trying, trying to say. Is that a stroke? That one song of theirs that was really big that for a little Pretty, like, pretty Fly for a White Guy? Yeah, that's a I white. thought you were asking Cold Hard Bitch. Yeah, I, don't know what, I don't know what he was doing. And then the, like, the chorus. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. I fucking love that song. twice? I don't know. It's like, it's like Uno, dos, tres, catorce. From, uh, that's, uh, you Uno, dos, tres, cuatorce! Yeah, well, I actually was just thinking about Vertigo recently. I fucking hate that. Whole yeah. album is garbage. Uh, yeah, and uh, Apple well, like, I mean, made every, us have it, didn't they? Or was it a different album by fucking YouTube? Everything f- from, like, 87 on for YouTube is pretty rough. You know why I was thinking about Vertigo? Because I was listening to that fucking song that Bon Jovi did in the 90s, uh, It's My Life. And I was like, oh... And I hate that song because they like reference their old songs in it. Like really? they talk about they that. talk about Tommy and Gina in the second chorus oh. or second verse, and it's like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, you're gonna write a bad fun, song fun where you reference your other bad song? I feel you like... know, the only thing that annoys me more than that is when like boy bands will like say their own name a lot in the songs, and I understand that the point of that is probably like marketing. Yeah, uh, well, just, like, but it's when, still like, dumb. When like solo artists have their background singers just randomly say the name in the song, like Shakira, like that song. <laughs> <laughs> and then a background then, singer goes, Shakira, Shakira! <laughs> is, that, is that real? Yeah, it's in that song! Shakira, Shakira! Jake knows every song. We've um, but no, I was going to say, Bovine Joni, they're, they're, uh, that fucking, they don't have any good song. There's no good Bovine Joni song, except um, Runaway by uh, Bon Jovi is pretty good. I oh, like I thought one. you were talking about something else. I didn't understand. But yeah, Bon Jovi, they had a, no, they had a couple good ones. They had Wanted Dead or Alive. Eh. You give love a bad name. No, I no, love that's that terrible. song. No, I love that song. And then living out a prayer. No, no, no. What's the one that you like? Runaway. Oh, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> Hopefully, Bon Jovi are not fans. Who they are, they're not anymore. No, it's okay. My stepmother, like, loves Richie Sambora, and every time I see him, I'm like, this man has got, like, a lot of facial surgery. Like, he just looks like his face is made of... Hey, folks, hey, folks. Hey. Can we talk about Star Trek instead of bands no one likes anymore? (laughs) Yes. Okay, but one more thing about Durandia. Anyway, in yesterday's Enterprise, the SS Enterprise C is chucked into the future by, I don't know, some bullshit, 
And it instantaneously changes the reality we're living in because instead of sacrificing themselves at some battle against the Romulans and earning, you know, the trust and praise and adoration of the Klingons, they uh, they run the fuck away like little bitches, so they think, and now uh, the Federation is still kind of at war. Yeah, so they're in the future, and all of a sudden, the Enterprise crew that we know and love is being shot in darker light and wearing slightly different costumes and... I feel like they the contoured the shit out mm. of uh, Picard's face to make him look more angular and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of just seems like they're having kind of a bad day. They've been at war! It's the Discovery universe. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, the <laughs> thing oh, is, though, is that... That's how it ties in. It doesn't feel... We'll get to this later. But I don't feel like they seem like they've been at war. They just seem like a little crabby. Like, I don't feel like they did enough to differentiate between... We'll, we'll reality. Talk about this later. Well, I'm just saying, but that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I understand they're at war, but it, to me it wasn't. Anyway, and the only person who has caught on to the fact that something weird is afoot is Guinan, for reasons she can't explain. And uh, guess who's here, guys? Tasha Yar shows up with better hair, and uh, she makes out with a guy who was on... What the fuck was his name? Shooter McGavern. <laughs> who? Shooter McGavern. I don't get the from, uh From... Um, uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. He was Shooter McGavin, the, the, he was the, uh, the nemesis. The, yeah. Oh. He was the one that eats little pieces of shit for breakfast. Actually, you eat little pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> no! Actually, I've never seen that movie, it's, but that is so part of the zeitgeist. Movie, but no. there's some funny, funny, like, one-liners in there. What's his name in this one? Castillo. 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 Richard Castillo. So Castillo yes. was on board uh, the Enterprise C, as was uh, Captain Garrett, who uh, sadly dies. So Guinan like convinces Picard with like really flimsy evidence of like it just feels wrong, and he's like, "Well, let's send these people back to their own time." Guinan is never death. wrong. I don't know. She was right about the prune juice. Oh she my was. god, that was so great! I was like, "Yes, Warrior a warrior's drink." drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're and then all of a sudden he's colon. like, and all of a sudden he's like. <laughs> I could fell a dozen enemies with this farce, <laughs> and then take off half my of, shoe. Half of them <laughs> forward dies. Uh, fuck. Uh, I wish that had happened, kind of. I mean, not really, because that's horrible, but... Um, no. But anyway, uh, yeah, so they're like, all right, well, I guess we have to send them back to Certain Doom, and, uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah, Picard's like, we're gonna send you back to Certain Doom, and Castillo's like, good, I want to go back and die honorably, or whatever. Is he a Klingon? Yeah, I guess, I don't know. He was hot, actually, and so he and... No, I was into it. So he and Tashiar do get a little lip-lock action on, and then... Tasha Yar talks to Guinan, and Guinan's like, you know, Tasha Yar's like, like, what's my life like in the other world? And Guinan's like, you did. So. You pointlessly did. So Tasha Yar is like, well, then let me go with him and also die honorably and stuff. And let me they, fix the mistake that was skin of evil and yep. do this. And then I think they get fired on by the Klingons and it's like, oh shit, we gotta go right now! And then they do and everything's back to normal. And Guinan's like, Jordy. Tell me about Tasha Yar. Jordy, you wouldn't like prune juice. Here's something else that I know you'll like. Red juice. Yeah, he was eating, like, drinking, like, strawberry lemonade or something. Nice. But but with, like, Ooh. Spanish fly in it. Now I want strawberry lemonade. Mm. Anyway. So good. Yeah, I would also like strawberry lemonade. So that was that episode. I thought it was good. Then The Offspring. You didn't like The Offspring? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, well, no, no, no. Well, well, hmm? I didn't say that. Let's see. I didn't let's say get, that. Let's get there. Listen, you're the one jumping the gun. Well, you said Mother you Superior. said you said that's the one I liked. And no, then... I said which I liked, and then there's also the Offspring. I'm not saying you know, and this one sucks. I mean, anyway. <laughs> so Data has been at some android 
conference. Cybernetics. Whatever. Android conference. And he comes back to the ship, and he's, like, locked himself in his lab, and, like, Wesley has been creepily, like, trying to peep through the keyhole. That's his masturbation room. Oh, no. Is that why Lol looks like that? No, no. (laughs) Oh, God. So he's locked himself in, and, you know, they've heard weird sounds coming from in there. You know, that's that's the jet. That's the fucking yar sound, yeah. There was lightning. There was a cry of, it's alive! Then he invites everybody over, and he's like, yo, this misshapen piece of shit that's mask doesn't work very well is my beloved child. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, I made another robot. I'm going to try to pick up where uh, Dr. Soon left off. And uh, Dr. Soon. What the fuck's his name? (laughs) Soon. Into the G. Soon. Excuse well, Dr. me. Dr. Soon is like. Dr. Soon, Dr. Dr. Sooner or later. I never uh, like going to Dr. Soon's office because I end up in the waiting room all day. Every time I ask the nurse, when can I see the doctor? She says, soon. Hey, hey, where's my cigar to collect this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, anyway, Dr. Soon. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Vogh. There it is. Oh, God. Did you just hack up a hairball? <laughs> anyway, Dr. Soong's work. And, uh, yeah, he made an android that's, like, all smart and shit like him, but it looks like a fucking pile of animated shit. Well, that's because it's amorphous. I know. He wanted to let it choose its own sex, gender, identity Race. situation. So, yeah, which I actually kind of liked. So, lol... Which I hate the name Lol. I think it's really nice. It's a Hindi name or word that means beloved, which I think is lovely. But That's what my can... name means. Hindi. Yes, <laughs> it is. Ames? Yeah. Means beloved? Amy means beloved. Oh. Caitlin means, uh, shit pure, I think. Shit, shit pure. pure. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's pure. Purity or something like that. Which, man, could not be... <laughs> Further from the truth. So yeah, he creates Lol. We have a, a cool scene on the holodeck where he's like, oh, I made her thousands of bodies to choose from. Here are four that she likes. And uh, she's apparently um, thinking about an Andorian, a hot guy, a Klingon, or the reasonably attractive young woman with a weird haircut that we get. And I think they just assume androids need to have a weird haircut. Mm. Well, it's the future, right? I feel like everybody's got weird haircuts in the future. Apparently, word gets back to Starfleet, and a very evil admiral shows up and wants to take Data's children at the border and detain them, her, in a weird internment camp. And he's like, like, sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. Listen, I can't. There's nothing I can do. That's not what he said, though. He was like, I could totally do something about it. I'm not going to because I want the robot. Hmm. So even evil admirals can be more... Honest than giant turd bags who are in office currently. Yeah, that's true. Somewhere else, not here. Mm. Of course. Mm. So anyway, uh, Admiral, is it Hafted? Haftel? What does that say? Haftel. I think Haftel. Haftel. Haftel? All right, great. Uh, yeah, so Haftel is like, I'm going to steal your child. And Card's like, not on my watch. And Lol is like, does not compute. Having bad feelings. Ah, and her this is, is what PMS feels like. And then her brain starts exploding, and Data tries to fix it, and he can't. And so he puts her down. 
And Haftel is suddenly a good guy because he offered to help? I don't really fucking know. I was deeply confused. I was also confused by the feelings I had when Lol died because she was the most obnoxious thing ever, and yet... She was just a young Data. I was very upset. You're supposed to feel bad for Data, not for Lol. But Data doesn't even care. She's like, like, I love you. And he's like, too bad I can't feel that. That's a lie because he can. But I do feel like the ending bit where like he comes on the bridge and he's like, all right. Kid's dead. Back to work. It's kind of like, mm. yeah, we're getting ahead of it though. So, um, so anyway, that's that's what that's the the long story short. Now that you've could have long story long, could have watched both episodes in the amount of time it took me to introduce them, but it's fine. So yesterday's Enterprise. Yesterday, oh my Enterprise seems so far away. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. So off the bat, there's one thing that just didn't make any fucking sense about this episode. I get that they've been at war for 20-ish years at this point, but things still feel too militant. Like, they'd still just call it Star Dates. I'm sorry, they wouldn't have changed it to War Date or whatever they changed Combat it to. date or something. Yeah, like, it, that was my one thing. Everything else I was Not fine. Not even that. They, they weren't counting the Revolutionary War in War Dates. We know that, like, you yeah. know... The July 4th was July 4th. Yeah, there were some, like, corny things like that. Like, and they could, uh, the Federation Battleship Enterprise. Yeah, like, again, it's only been 20 years. You'd still just call them Starship. Well, that, was, that was my big gripe, in that, is that, so the Enterprise is galaxy class, as we as we know from however many times they said it in the pilot. And um, in this episode. And how many times Chris reminds us. And it's fucking huge, and it's specifically huge so it can house thousands of fucking people in it and do the whole peopling okay. thing. How, house thousands of troops. They don't need troops. What do they need troops for when they when they they're shooting each other in space? Presumably, there's occasionally land based yeah, conflict. Yeah, the the, uh, mm. the Federation. I think we find out late, later that the Federation the actually does do a fair amount of like infantry fighting. Like we we learn later that Miles O'Brien was in the infantry before he became a transporter. And I don't like that though. I don't like that they're just like the army. But they're but they but they are. I some... prefer it when they're just NASA. Mm. But, mm, but, but that's the thing like sometimes you get a war sometimes you get a dual war they're, they're, so, they're space so, I was gonna say I was yeah. just gonna say that this sorry, is what sorry I made it less money no no that's what, this, is, be this is what we get when, when when space force happens yeah so maybe we're feel like we're living in the worst timeline but you know three or four hundred years from now there'll be there'll be starships and peace and no more scarcity mm. but sometimes there's a war sometimes you gotta do a war sometimes mm. a cardi's coming I don't know I feel, like, war. I feel like if you have Spoons. a fucking spacecraft that can just zap your entire you know planet from space why do you need an infantry at all ground-based shield systems in case you don't want to destroy to everything de- on the planet. And you need, like, a couple of What if you're, if you're, if you're or... down there defending settlements, you know, and the enemy is sending in infantry to, to capture your citizens? Why don't they just zap you? Maybe they, they don't, don't want to the zap Maybe they just want to annex your territory and ah. take your people hostage. Yeah, because that's the do, thing. Do the, uh, which one was the episode where the war was done over computers and shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I don't remember. No, that I don't yet. that's not what it was called. Actually, that's that's the reason you don't necessarily just do all your striking from space, though. Is if you are trying to take over an area without just obliterating it. Yeah. Because that's you know, there's no delicacy from space. You're like you're either leveling everything or you're just able to stun everyone that's not indoors. Well, right, and you don't want to keep like you want to maybe keep the collateral damage down. Yeah. Yeah, and we also like even today, you know, most. Fighting the most war is done by launching cruise missiles a hundred miles from a ship. 
but we still have tons of infantry and yeah. stuff like that. Well, that's, to, that's I think that's mostly to give uh, citizens something to do. <laughs> well, run about this how, obstacle course again. Think about do how it many faster. citizens the Federation has. That's true. And they're super bored because it's a post-scarcity mm. society. So no one has to work, apparently. But I will say there, awesome. there are there's something that irritated me about this episode, <laughs> uh, and that is that Wesley was still there. Uh, well, no, but he was an actual ensign. He wasn't yeah. acting anymore. Well, actually, you know who else wasn't acting? Denise Crosby. Boom. Anyway, oh. <laughs> uh, everybody else on the show has improved, but she just stayed the same. Who's that? Is that Crusher? No, that's Yar. Yar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, her, her, her chops did not do get you, better. Do you know who else, though, I felt was kind of doing a bad job this this episode? Was Whoopi. Really? I thought Whoopi's, Whoopi's always great. Shut up. <laughs> I love Whoopi, but I felt like... Well, being fair to her, like... She just has one tone as guidance. Well, yeah. the thing is, is they only they didn't give her as much to work with. So it was just like, you have to be kind of like... Off. Yeah, just be the, be the soothsayer. Mm-hmm. You have to be a little bit Guinan. She didn't. She didn't get to be. Or her maybe usual... it was the next episode. One of the episodes, anyway. I felt like Guinan was a little off, I and I can't really. It definitely was. wasn't. No, she was spot on. Well, I, I didn't mind her either, but she was spot on. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't mind her. I just felt like I felt like it, every single line had like the same number of words, and she delivered them all exactly mm-hmm. the same. She and was, was definitely like, doing the Ooh, spooky. spooky. I know something because uh, I'm special. But the thing that was going to irritate me is oh, yeah. that when Yar is giving Castillo the uh, the, the grand tour on uh, his mouth, on on his mouth, no, around the ship, she's like, "This is the first galaxy class ship to be built." Oh yeah, wait a minute, no, isn't that true. doesn't make sense? If, if it were, they would have been the USS Galaxy or an Enterprise class ship or that. Yes, is that how they name ships? Yes, yeah, the first of the line. Series and ships? Yeah, the first of the line is always the. Oh, I didn't know the, that. Yeah. The, the name of the class. With the that's how they do in the U.S. military, too. With the exception of the NX class. That's true. Well, that was, yeah. But, but you know, what's his name? And What's his name? Castillo. Castillo. Castillo was such a gentleman, he didn't even bother mansplaining that to her. That's true. He didn't. He really wanted to mm. mansplain that to her. Get, um, in, get, in, <laughs> get into that jumpsuit was what I was going to say. It, but yes, all That was that. another thing that did seem a little weird, though, is like, it's this, you know... It's this warship now in this timeline, but Guinan can just freely wander onto the bridge. Like the security yeah. guy standing there, he didn't bat an eye. Like, yeah, nope, bar- ship's bartenders wandering. She gave off. him a drink and walked on in. <laughs> yeah, there's still not a ton of security on No, ships. no, even when they're at, you know, nearly destroyed war. Well, like I said, it, it, just, it doesn't even feel like they're at war. It feels like someone turned down the lights, someone changed the uniforms. That was it. Like, to me, it was like, uh. Although I did, one thing, one thing that was. Not overly subtle, but uh, the, uh, that I did like was that they definitely showed a there was conflict there between Riker and Picard. Yeah, definitely. The episode. Yeah, like, yeah. Riker Riker never, was, don't, doesn't call him number one anymore. Yeah, mm. yeah. They definitely don't get along as well. Yeah, so I thought that was like a neat change. You can tell like there's you know yeah, shit's a little Riker after. might be a little more Picard's ambitious like, than he was. If we sw- if we flip back to the normal timeline, can Riker still be dead? So if so, evidently the ship never, either never, in this timeline there was never any kind of interaction with Arm Ar- Ar- Argus Armos Armus 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 Brooks. Or if there were, it didn't result in. Hopefully, it resulted in Troy's death on that. She no, is I read in the alternate timeline. I read that she was on the shot. She was she got killed on the shuttle by Armus. No, there's a. I think there's either a book or yeah, there's a book that establishes that Troy wasn't there because in this timeline the 
Klingons wipe the Betazoids out. That's fair. Oh. We can probably assume that most of the missions that we have seen the Enterprise go on never took place because a lot of them were like scientific and shit. Right, which leads to a question I had, but I think you might have just answered it. I guess this means this version of Yar and Data never Yeah, fucked. well, that's what I was going to get to. Apparently, they, they, had, they cut a scene that would have had some kind of a romantic element between Ugh. Yar and Data. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what it would have been, which is interesting. But yeah, this whole, this whole script was two scripts smashed together. Really? Yeah, the writer. Did I write him down? Nope. It was Galileo. Galileo or something like that, but I didn't write it down. Galileo? That's the Castillo. one. He, he wrote a script about meeting the Enterprise-C and convincing them to go back to, to their timeline to fix the present and stuff like that. And like them learning what's going on. And he and another writer were simultaneously writing another script because Roddenberry really wanted to bring back old characters. And they were like, oh yeah, let's bring Yar back because we saw... Denise Crosby recently, and she's regretting leaving the show. Sorry, Denise. And let's bring Sarek back, because he's cool, and, and he still likes us. And they wrote this whole script about Sarek going into the t- the galaxy of forever, or the Guardian of Forever, and they accidentally kill Serac. Oh, God! The founder of Vulcan, Vulcan logic. like ideologies and therefore in the in the that timeline vulcans are warriors and attack the federation with the romulans and all sure. this stuff sure. until sarek decides to take sarak's place in the past but that all got scrapped said yep get rid of all the sarek stuff change that to gynan because she's the one that's going to figure it out mm. and make sure yars yars kept mm. but also she can't bump on with data anymore boo and I think, you know, so obviously the, 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 the plot here, the conflict here is that Picard, or that Guinan has a bad feeling about this and tells... She's Harrison Ford? Yeah. She oh. basically tells Picard to, to send the ship back because it'll, you know, it'll put things right. But my argument, my, I would contest that there's an absolutely no question that the ship should have gone back regardless of what... Guinan had to say because of the fucking prime directive, right? I don't know. How does this affect the prime directive? Because they're, they're not like an off-limits people. No. They, unless you mean the temporal, the temporal prime, temporal prime directive. directive. Okay, okay. So them coming through, no matter what, would have changed history. Mm-hmm. Now, Unless get, they were supposed to from the, from the get-go. Well, I think... Like like the whole Spock yesteryear circle of life. Yeah, well, yeah. Generally, I feel like in whenever there's been and whenever there will be any kind of temporal thing, the assumption is that any time travel is bad and that there's no predestination paradox when it comes to that. But like, I don't know. It's, it seems to me like the, like it should have been a no-brainer. Like, yep. Put him back through the hole. Here's a question I was having. Watching all the crew of the Enterprise C say like, yep, we're ready to go back and get killed in this fight that we can't possibly win and let's bring Yar with us and all this stuff. Let's go die meaningfully. Why did they all have to go b- to go on the ship? Why did all the hundred and something or other people who survived the time travel have to go back? Why couldn't they just send a ship with like the computer running on it so the Klingons could think they died with honor? Well, because, saving because them. it would still fuck up the... Yeah, and who's to say that they all died? Like, it's quite possible that the ship was disabled and they were taken prisoner. That's even worse, because you know then, what a Klingon prison looks like? No, it would have been a Romulan, Romulan prison. Oh, that's right, it was a Romulan. Um, oh, that was probably even worse. Answer. So, but then there's the question... Oh, God. Oh, fuck. It, it's like that scene from Looper where it's going to be making diagrams with straws. So someone was part of this ship got, that got thrown into the future, right? 
and say they're like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to say on the Enterprise D. And they go, yeah, all right. So the Enterprise C putters back in time, fixes the timeline. So in theory, the C never went forward. What happens to that person? <laughs> and what happens when the timeline switches around them? Wait, wait. I think they just explode in a puff of paradox. Who, wait, who explodes? The, the Enterprise C person who stayed in the future. Well, what happens to the Enterprise D person that goes to the past? No, that's true, too. Oh, well, God. She's already dead, so... Ah, uh, temporal dead. mechanics. Maybe she's dead and only Guinan knows it was like, meaningful Because that's the thing. Time. Like, once the... Once the so, Yar went back through the hole, and that put time right where Yar died before the time in the future where the yeah. hole would have existed. Right. So... Did she just vanish when they go through the hole? I think we have to accept... I mean, she when... just appeared when the thing came out of the hole. Well, we probably yeah, have but to... that's because all of time got rewritten. We probably have to accept that what happened here, and this is retconning, but it's the only thing that makes sense, is that sort of a Kelvin timeline thing happened, mm. where a splinter was created. And yeah, the Enterprise-C goes back, and we as the audience then follow the quote-unquote fixed timeline, but in actuality, the also shitty timeline has to continue to exist somehow mm. yeah it could be it could be a split reality yeah until like, tarantino comes and fixes it for us please oh, there's a there's a an episode much 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 later i think season seven where it's like a uh there's they they're like the walls start breaking down between parallel universes it takes like the infinite possibility yeah. like every choice spontaneous universe and like you we get glimpses of glimpses of all of these other presents mm. Where the Enterprise is just all different. This is starting yeah, to sound like, oh god, up. what was the name of that fucking show with Joshua Jackson? Fringe? Fringe. This sounded like Fringe. But Fringe only had two universes. So it's almost like Fringe and Sliders. Mmm. <laughs> Friders. So Yikes. I also just want to say, I, I do so love the Ambassador class. It is very pretty. Eh. It, lo- it looked like it, it had been working out too much. Hmm. See, but why? It's just it's it's. Look at my guns! See, I just it's 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 what I wish the galaxy class had been. You know, it's a it's a nice round saucer instead of the weird oblong one. It's got a more delicate neck. It's it seems more. I I I think I like that. It's I think it is a very it is a transitional design between the a the constitution and and the the, well. There's even elements of the excelsior in it. That's it's true. got the like the ribbed neck. That's true. Kind of like the Excelsior does. It's got pieces like a of turtle neck. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's kind of like it's 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 showing a progression of design. Yeah. It's the missing link, and it, it, it is. actually fits. It is. It's really you know, it's got the sort of the more cylindrical engineering section you'd expect from an earlier ship. It's got the huge just round deflector dish. And I'll I, be honest, even though I read about what the differences were, I could not tell on screen which one was which. I have to applaud the designers for actually creating a new ship class and not just reusing a Miranda or or an Excelsior. Well, it also it also cost them ten thousand dollars to make that fucking model. Well, yeah, they kind of they kind of had to because they already had the silhouette on the wall. Mm, That's true. Although uh, apparently it's not quite the same, is it? Not exactly. Interestingly, they they try they the original sketches for it based on that silhouette were quite different, and in my personal opinion. Fucking hideous, but very recently, and no, we're not sponsored. Eagle Moss put out. You can buy the Probert concept. I guess Andy Probert, I think, was the artist. Enterprise C, and it looks way more like the D than it does as like a transition mm. piece. 
You know what's still unfortunate about all the fucking ships is that apparently they're all still made of rocks because whenever yeah, something I have a, whenever yeah. something explodes, rocks will get thrown at the captain and until she's dead. I, love, I, do, I do like the rocks. Yeah. The rocks Why? Why would you like the that rocks? I have I'm, I'm picturing like they're, they've just been in a horrible battle yep. and like I'm going I'm to play a little skit here so yeah. bear with uh, me. So uh, I'm new to the ship, uh, just trying to get acclimated. Hi, my name's uh, Ensign Jimmy. Yeah, I'm uh, Ensign uh, Lieutenant Brian, how you doing, Jimmy? How you doing? What's, what's your job? I'm the rocks guy. <laughs> what? I put the rocks, uh, you know, up in the ceiling and stuff. The rocks? What, 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 you know, for like, uh, if, uh, you know, there's a battle or something, well, you know, for the rocks. What, what, I don't understand. You know, so when the ship gets hit by like a torpedo or something, the rocks, they fall down, they get on the captain. And, well, you know, you gotta have the rocks. Oh, oh okay, uh, um, alright, cool. And what's, uh, what's your job? Oh, I put the fireworks in the computers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good. I put the fireworks in the computer. Of course, uh, the lieutenant fucked up this time and accidentally put in a piece of shrapnel. Yeah. Because the one thing that mm. wasn't a rock just stabbed Garrett right in the head. Yeah. She might have survived blood force trauma, but that shrapnel is too much. Okay, 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 wait. I can justify the rocks. No. No. Yeah. I yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't believe you. So. They were transporting no, wait, rocks. No, wait, The rocks... Dwayne the Rock is in Voyager. I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson's probably the one who's Let the Rock Let Chris thrower. talk! Really? You, you want me to have my silly theory? I want so, to make fun of your silly theories. Fair. Some planet somewhere has has unobtainium-esque, like, anti-grav rocks, and they cram the ship's hulls full of them, so if they ever have to go in atmosphere, they have to expend less energy keeping up. It's like ballast, but in reverse for a spaceship when they go into, into atmosphere. No. I don't know. We we, we we visited a planet that had exploding rocks. Are we could have, we could supposed have... to go in atmosphere at all? Yeah, I mean, they They're can. built in space. The only ship that I know of that is designed to go in atmosphere is Voyager. Yeah, it actually has the a only landing full size. And, like, it really should just tip forward because there's only landing gear on the engineering side. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It should really, there's no way that it should sit up. It's like some kind of weird T Rex. Yeah. But, yeah, they, well, it, it sort of depends on if they're, you know, depending on who you ask. Going by the Kelvin timeline, the Enterprise was built in Iowa. Yeah, that's also stupid. But also, uh, <laughs> True. interestingly, I bet you this has it, that I, I heard that these bits here on the bottom of the saucer section were originally envisioned to be landing gear. Great radio, Jake. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking at the bottom of the original, original Enterprise uh, saucer section. Yeah, it's got little gray marks. Wait, I think I remember so reading... This is assuming the saucer has to detach first? I, no, I think, like, the idea was that the legs would come out and it would just... It would, it would, like, it would do what the Voyager ship doesn't do. Like, it would land and then landing gear would come out of the saucer to keep it from tilting forward. Mm. I know. So they're like little kickstands. Kind of. In the old, uh, in like, I think a 70s comic, they actually did have a sequence where the Enterprise landed, and um, the little pod at the bottom of the saucer was actually used as like a transport. But yeah, I think originally they, the the reason they came up with the transporter in Star Trek was because it would have been too expensive to do like a model thing with a ship landing every week, so... Mm. 
That there, there probably was at some point an idea of how the ship would have landed. But they could use shuttles too. Like the shuttles are hard to do. True. Just put it on the set and say, "Oh, we flew down." Yeah, but they didn't seem to have shuttles at first. Remember? That's true. The Galileo, no, no one. Yeah. Oh, here's an interesting thing I had a thought about during this episode. So the Enterprise C was destroyed 22 years prior. Yep. We know that Picard was captain of the Stargazer at this point in time. Oh, good point. Because he he took a nine-year... He was captain of the Stargazer for like 22 years, nine years before taking over the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he would have been... He 12 would have, years old. He, he would have been about halfway through being... So he would have been, had at least 10 years as the captain of a starship. And it seems to me like... And he seems to know every captain they meet yeah. in space. He knows everybody, I mean, but that's, he that's never. That's just Kirk syndrome, right there. But so did he? But yeah, but like. But he apparently like, never. There's met. not. There's not a limitless number of ships. I figure if he was captain for that long, he would have had to have met and banged and Garrett. banged Garrett because she's actually Edith Keeler all along. Mm. Well, that would have been an interesting twist if, like, she woke up and she's like Jean Luc. No, there was a moment. There was a moment when... That wouldn't be a twist. (laughs) Come on. She'd be the twist. And doll face. Go ahead, Ames. Okay. There was a moment when Picard is hailing the Enterprise C and is about to say, this is Jean-Luc Picard of of another starship. And my thought was, this is what he did when his his ex-girlfriend was on another ship. Yeah, I thought that too. Maybe his ex-girlfriend is on this ship too. Well, no, because the other one was he he said Enterprise, but he didn't say his own name. Mm -hmm. So it's it's the flip. This is Jean-Luc Picard of the... Starfleet vessel. And the other one was, this is Captain of the Enterprise. But yes, I, I thought of that too. I thought it was pretty pretty amusing. So he banged Gary is what we're saying. Probably. Which is probably a much better romance than Castillo Yar. Mm. To which I wrote, meh. Oh, I liked it. That was cute. I mean, it was forced, but it was cute. My, it it would have been better if Denise Crosby was a better actor. Was a good actor? Yeah. My, my note, call me the name only my mother calls me. I had a romance. Mm. Call me the name my mother calls me. Cutie pie. Sugar booger. Also, uh... My mother calls me a little shit. (laughs) I I do kind of enjoy, though, that he very much, like... Castillo did seem to be very much in the mold of, like, Kirk style, just, like, Starfleet flirting, you know? Like, just just waste no time. Mm. Shows up, like, hi, I've got floppy light brown hair and... I'm gonna hit on you. My mouth fits on yours. A floppy light brown... I was so sad what they did to the uniform shorts. Well, they took away the undershirt and the belt. Uh, it, it just makes what is their best uniform look a little wrong. Yeah, although I do think they were like again trying to find a transitional yeah. look. Yeah. Well, but we and also save money. Yes. I might have an explanation for the lack of undershirt and belts. More because at one point, like Yar goes to um, Ten Ford and is like, give me some. It sounded like kale shakes or something. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, these are the rations now because like we can't use the replicators on full power and stuff. Aren't the clothes replicated too? Well, but this is the Enterprise C. They were fine. Wait, what? Yeah. The Enterprise C crew were the ones who didn't have belts and shit. So their so their comp their uniforms are made out of kale shakes. Mm. Well, what I mean is they didn't have any sort of restrictions on replication. It was like Jake said. It was just an attempt to do sort of a transition. Oh yeah, because they weren't at war. Although they they apparently only had one movie era pin. Because Garrett had it, and then conveniently after she died, Castillo suddenly had one when he hadn't in the whole episode. Oh no! 
maybe it was casual Friday on the Enterprise C, so they could like let loose a little and not have the the full uniform. Or maybe in the battle, like he was almost crushed by rocks and girders and stuff. Maybe he maybe used the undershirt off. to make bandages. Well, maybe. Garrett didn't. I mean, really, what it comes down to is I've seen later episodes and that maybe just... he used the undershirt and the belt to make a makeshift sling. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but in later episodes, we do just see this is just how they do. Middle period, so they just get rid of the turtleneck. I noticed that Castillo holsters his phaser yeah. backwards, yeah, so that he can do a cross. Oh yeah, private like, like cool. yeah, like a freaking gunslinger from oh, the God. West. Speaking though of Castillo being under the bridge, Beb is a terrible doctor in this timeline. She's always a terrible doctor. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, when have we ever seen a good? But doctor? like in this, she's like, oh, rest of the bridge crew is dead. Walks away. Two minutes later, Castillo digs himself out of a hole like, Ah, I'm here! She's a doctor, not a fucking first responder or something. Yeah, but her scare... She said the rest of the bridge crew is dead. Maybe Castillo wasn't assigned to the bridge. (laughs) And she's just being, you know... Very vulgar. Very pedantic. Yeah. And not saying... not going to mention P.S. There's someone... Like, like, there's, like, a bunch of injured people. She's like, nope, you're from engineering. Yeah, the bridge crew's dead. (laughs) I'm not going to mention this still-living person under that rubble over there. I'm not dead yet! (laughs) Uh, Would you mind? Would you, uh... Yeah, I like the episode, though. Oh, yeah, I know there was a a shout-out to Salar. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's on the intercom. Well, she's called for on the intercom. She's probably a better doctor. Yeah, the intercom was an interesting addition to this wartime ship. Like, there's somebody whose job it is just to make announcements. Yeah, that's actually, I kind of like that. But, like, it's it doesn't make a ton of sense when, like, oh, they still have communicators. Like, mm. why do you need a broad... Unless it's, like, all hands, all hands. If you need a Dr. Salar, just call, call Dr. Dr. Salar. Salar. Yeah. Mm. Calling Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine. Felt very like Winston Churchill-y, though, didn't they? Didn't we hear that they had intercoms or some shit in the Maybe. war rooms or something? I don't know. I feel like something Winston Churchill would do, so I'm fine with it. Did anybody else think weird timeline Picard had more of an accent than usual? I felt like he was really pushing... I felt like he sounded really Scottish or something. I don't know if he was probably trying to like, sound like he's been, you know, yeah, war-torn trying to feel for years seem more and years. gruff. Yeah, they did, like you, you said... battle. Like, definitely play with his makeup a little. Mm-hmm. Like, I he looked like more that. wan, and, like, they added some, like, liver spots to his to his scalp. Gross. Or they didn't hide the ones that are yeah, naturally there. I was gonna there. say, like, they just added less makeup. Although, I'm, I feel like if you see pictures of him now, I don't think he's got those, so I think they must have added them. Mm. Unless he has a new scalp. What do scalp. we think of mm. the um, Enterprise D bridge partial redesign? I like it, too. I mean, you know, I think I'm not as crazy about the raised captain's chair, it, the chair's too high, I'll yeah. grant, but I like that it's just a captain's chair. And I like that they have the two consoles yep. on the ramp that aren't normally there. Yep. Which I think they actually put yeah, in, those, in those Generations. Because yeah. they realized, oh shit, we're widescreen now, and that side of the bridge has nothing. Yeah, so they do. So there's a bunch of small, little, subtle changes. Yeah, no, I, I've never been a fan of the, like, command bench they got going on like I feel like you need to have just no, a captain's chair yeah. central like fuck you people I'm in charge oh, did anyone else notice that the uh, that the Enterprise C bridge furniture was the season one Enterprise D bridge furniture <laughs> oh god you're right the, the consoles yeah the, the, the helm and uh, yeah you're right were, I didn't notice the that reclined chairs yeah. with, the, hmm. with the swinging consoles yeah hey, they got it recycling yeah it was the 90s it was all the rage I guess so the captain's chair may have also been the season one captain's chair or the yeah. battle bridge chair. Something like sure. that. Slightly cramped bridge. A little bit. I feel like most bridges that are hero bridges are cramped, though. Yeah. 
I wouldn't have noticed the differences, even though I read about them. So yeah, I didn't notice anything different. Really? Like, oh, the lighting is darker. You didn't notice That's the it. extra consoles. No, I nope. noticed. I noticed the lighting was darker. That's what I noticed. I did know. I did notice. Oh, the, and I noticed the, the makeup. Yeah, and yeah. the the, cap, the captain's chair was higher. That's the only yeah. thing I noticed. And the I know there were. Room. I know there were stairs added, but I didn't mm-hmm. see them. Mm. Yeah, because they because they basically removed the ramp. Yeah. Um, so they had to have a way to step up. You know, it was cut. That is a, is a shame. So you know, as we see in war timeline Enterprise, Riker gets rocked to death. Yeah. Mm. As everyone does in this in this war, um, there would have been extra deaths, and they would have just gone on a fucking rampage <laughs> killing people. But they got cut for various reasons. Um, Data would have been electrocuted. Whoa. And I read two different things of how Wesley died, and I don't know if they got, got mashed together in a weird way or not. But one place I read said, Wesley gets blown up. And another place I read, Wesley gets decapitated. So in a third place I read, they, they somehow smashed it together, and it was Wesley's head blows. <laughs> <laughs> so like, something like, happened like to Remick. Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't remember his name, but that's what I was thinking or of. Or that guy from Scanners. Exactly. Well, I mean, presumably, although not shown, everybody... Died, yeah, no, that's true. Or would have died. Yeah, that ship was gonna because they were they were they, were, they, warp, they, were, they were warp breaching. I was really hoping mm. we were gonna get our Just first uh, Jory roll under, under the, the door, door as I we know. discussed a few weeks ago. But we did but get this, the open up Indiana the refrigerator. Yeah, the, the, the like Jordy has this move when the ship's bad shit's going on. He runs over to this one panel that's like a refrigerator door. He yeah. opens it like he wants to make a sandwich. It's <laughs> like oh shit, we're out of meat. <laughs> and then it's like. We got a warp core breach! <laughs> oh shit, we're out of warp core not breaching. Like, what is he looking at in there? Like, what? Science. Okay. Like, I always wonder. Oh, the crisper's empty! Fuck! It did occur to me, I guess the real reason for the door isn't to protect against a warp core breach, but a coolant leak. Yeah, it's a key. Yeah, because we learn in the other movie that uh, the coolant is toxic. Yeah. Well, I even mentioned that he screamed out, oh god, coolant leak! For all its failings, I, I enjoy this one. I'm even kind of sort of into the Yar Castillo thing because it is just so, like, original series abrupt romance. Yep. You are now in love. Okay. <laughs> well, but at the same time, that's kind of like a, a wartime thing, isn't it? Like, you mm. get thrown into stressful situations together and people tend to, Bang like... Out. Well, because emotions are higher and shit. I do. I did like banging mm. out, yeah. <laughs> I liked now. it. I don't know if we got a good scale reference for the size of the Klingon ships. We did not. Okay. We, we, I was we seem to that not too. ever do that. I think, well, it's just because the ship... I have a new theory about the Klingon bird of prey style ship. It, it's, mm-hmm. it, when it gets moist, it gets bigger. No, it like, gets smaller. Like, like one of those sponges. Because when, it went into the, because when it went into San Francisco Bay, it got <laughs> way smaller. True. True. Um, so it's the opposite. No, I think they're actually different... Classes of ship mm. with the same design just scaled differently. That's probably because they did. They didn't call this one the bird of prey. They called yeah, it the something a vorch class yeah. or something. And also, it's also a class that may not exist in the unaltered timeline because this is a timeline where the Klingons have been working on you know twenty years of just full out war against the Federation. Mm. Yeah, but man, I like I, I really love this episode, but I really don't like Denise Crosby's talking. I like I like. But they gave audiences a chance to like see her off well, yeah, a little bit. Well, I don't know. See, I, I I can't tell if I like this episode just because a lot of it is very confusing. But yeah, I needed Chris to explain to me like why the timeline change happened. Like I thought it was magic. <laughs> I also I also think that that the explanation that it felt like they were doing mirror mirror 
but half-assed. Half. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly how I felt. Like I said that on the way over here. I was like, they never went full mirror mirror, and that's what I wanted. And I know it wasn't technically mirror mirror, but like it just. I don't feel like I don't feel like we saw a lot of like oh we're war torn. Yeah, you know? I mean this is the problem that we've seen with with alternate with, with, with like parallel worlds and stuff. Well, like like we saw with Mirror Mirror and all these things. It's like if there had been this big a difference, if mm. you if war with the Klingons hadn't been turned into a peace, if it continued being an escalating war, would this ship be in the same fucking arrangement that it is in mm. the, in the current timeline? Would you still have Data, your android? Would you still have all of all of these other things are exactly the same? You don't have Worf, which was logical and made sense. You yeah. don't have Troy because they're sick of Troy. <clears throat> there was a, a moment I saw where there was a possibility that Worf would have been the Klingon attacking them, but they cut that. That's a bit yeah, that would have too been, on the nose. Yeah, that's like one of those that, that, that is, that's like DS9 mirror universe where it's mm. like, because yeah, I get it, like it does, it's what it's a suspension of disbelief thing, I think, with Mirror Mirror and with this, where it's like all these people ended up on the same ship despite yeah. the changes. And like Sure. And, like, the ship is designed mostly the same, and that they happen to be in the same part of space and the same, all this stuff. But, man, when we get to some of the mirror episodes in DS9, where it's, like, where it's off-the-wall ridiculous, and, like, there's a point where they, one character is no longer on the show, but has been replaced with a different character... And somehow in the mirror universe, the same thing has happened. Oh, of course. I see. Even though the way that the new character was introduced was like, oh, it's a crazy coincidence. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, this would, you know, this is before the era of serialized yeah. time television. But if it had been, I could definitely see this one episode being a several episode arc. Yeah, totally. But then mm. the reset button at the end, mm. like. Which is a hard reset because nobody except for Guinan has any clue that anything even yeah, happens. Yeah. Really, yeah. Jordy should know because in the last scene, he's in the wrong uniform. Is he? He is. Oh, I didn't he notice. Is. He's got the, the, he's still got the, the weird all high the way color. up. Oh, that's funny. Mm. that's funny. Also, he's in the wrong place because he wasn't in 10 forward. Well, I guess we didn't really see him. It was a date with Worf and Jordy. Oh, Jordy! Jordy just got back to the to the tales. Like, where where's Worf? <laughs> he had too much prune juice. He's like crying to Wesley. Like, I had it all planned out. Mm. I was Ugh. even gonna get the the but not bag piping. What was the the gypsy uh, playing violin? Violin. Mm. The violin there were and gypsy. Coco Ono's. <laughs> <laughs> I even got fresh gach. Guys, okay. Thank you. Anyway, we talked about, ent- about enter- Enterprises yesterday. I'm going to keep that. Fuck it. For a long time. <laughs> should we move on to The Offspring? Yeah, we probably should. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Give it to me. All right. Why was the Andorian mint green? I think it was because it was a bad projection. But every other projection no, was fine. No, I think it was just they... I, no, I just think that's what they wanted to Andorians are blue, you fucks. It also looked really stupid. Yeah, the, the hair head was, was enormous. Yeah, well, the antenna were like... 40 feet long. It yeah, was it terrible. looked shit. It didn't like it. Yeah, um, they, they Which was upsetting because I actually quite like the design of the I Andorians. I think that's the only Andorian cool. we see it until is. Enterprise. Oh, wow. Oh, it was definitely the only one in TNG. It might, be, yeah, it might be the only one full stop. It's too bad. I do, though. I like Andorians. It's so funny because, like, Andorians, Tellarites, and Vulcans and humans are, like, the four founding, founding members. Yet the only species that we see outside of 
TOS are Vulcans and humans, which makes me think that something horrible happened to the Andorians and Tellers. <laughs> yeah, what happened is their makeup was too fucking expensive. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, the original, masks looked pretty cheap to me. Yeah, make. the original Tellerites were horrifying because they just had little oh, I, yeah. empty... Yeah, no, I, I, I've i seen... They improve yeah. their makeup quite... It's interesting, in Enterprise, they, they make the makeup look better while at the same time sort of referencing Maintaining the bad the really, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I know, you've mentioned. Yeah. Is there? I wonder. There, I bet you there is like a beta canon explanation, and it probably is like the Andorians and Tellarites went to war finally and, and destroyed like, each other. They, they, utterly, each other. Yeah. they want to so much in Enterprise. They yeah. hate each other. They wanted to yes. pretty bad. In TOS well, the Andorians wanted to go with war with everybody, and except well, for except for Archer, they liked Archer sometimes. Yeah. But that's we'll get there not there yet. Well, it's too years. bad because I sort of feel like the Andorians were pretty like reasonable in like TOS. Yeah, because the only one that wasn't reasonable was was, a, was in was disguise. A spy, yeah. Right, because the rest of them were just kind of like, we wouldn't kill him. Why would we do that? The fuck? Why? But yes, crappy Andorian, random Klingon, random guy, a random hot lol. guy. Mm-hmm. Robot Lol before Robot Lol picks a, picks a form was played by the actor who played Trent in Angel One. Oh, Trent. Oh, like Trent. Trent. Trent's got some got a got a job. I, I have I, no idea who Trent is, but that he was, was he was the he, he was the, he was the man. He little perfume yeah, on he was the 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 effeminate guy from Angel from all, Angel from woman, in woman planet, planet, and he was like the the manservant to the head oh, woman. Vaguely. It was a bad episode. It was. I yes. remember Angel One. I just don't remember this yeah. guy. Oh, the, oh I little, remember. Little feller. He puts on lipstick. He's like, "Would you fuck me?" And then he tucks and does a little dance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, right. uh, and then he says he put, it puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's our second week in a row of uh, Silence of the Lamb references. Is it? Yeah. Good for us. It's a fucking great movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I oof the pre-choosing stuff design. What the fuck was Data on? Uh, what do you mean? She was horrifying. Maybe, maybe that just was, the head, oh. the whole head design. It was just because was like, it was specifically unfinished. I know, but. Yeah, but like, oh, make the, it a the fucking crotch was terrifying. Make it yeah. C three PO with it, its parts yeah, you missing. You don't have to that... make it fucking. Like he had to go out of his way to give it those weird, like cheekbony. What are those really ugly moles? You know the ones I mean. Hold on a minute. Those the star nose. Yes, the oh. naked moles, dude. Holy shit! Oh, the shit. naked mole rat. Do you know them? Yeah, they're. Kind yeah. Of Do you know them, Jake? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to look it up anyway because I want to remind myself. They're featured how in a movie I really like that I still have to get Jake to watch called uh, Fast, Cheap, and Out of Control, which is amazing. It's, uh, is that like an, it's an Errol right? Morris, and Errol Morris is, is the tits. I, I, I see the problem you're talking about. Like, oh, yeah, this is what it looked like. Sorry. <laughs> I guess. I'm less horrified by that mole rat than I was by pre. Oh, yeah? Are you freaked wall. out by this, what looks to be mole rat foreplay? That's gross. Yeah. It's like two dicks touching each other. <laughs> Finally! We've touched dicks! <laughs> oh no, it's full circle. Um, Circle jerk. But, uh, no, I, um... They do, they have like little so dicks bothering. with legs, guys. <laughs> Seriously, look at this one. I'm sorry. I'll put these up. Look at this. It looks like a dick with legs. Mm. It's I'm waving. Not, I'm not... <laughs> it's, it's smiling at me. Oh. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna email these to you so that I... I am glad you mentioned that because I was wondering if that had just been the actress in that suit or if it was someone else. No, that was somebody else. That was, I wrote his name down. Trent. Leonard John Crowfoot. Hmm. Well, good for him. Getting yeah. some extra work. You know what this episode was, guys? What? 
Jonathan Frakes' directoral debut. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I saw that, the thing. It's funny, because at the first, like, it starts with them being like, Riker's on personally. I was like, where the fuck was Frakes this week? And then he pops up as the director. I'm like, oh, he was on the other side of the camera. Fair yep. enough. He yeah. was in the scene where he got to, yes. he had to be forcibly kissed by a robot. That was a funny scene. Like that. Yeah, well, what that's are your intentions with my daughter? The, <laughs> the minute that there was like, ah, Commander Riker's back. Like, he is back just long enough to awkwardly hit on Lal or vice versa. It was so great, too. Oh, new here, huh? Yeah, he was totally gonna. And then she, then she goes for it. It's great because it's like, it's like nobody could possibly be more forward than old Riker. And then it's perfect. I don't know the whole, the whole, the tone of this episode was all over the place. Though. True. Mm-hmm. It the the humor in it felt like a TOS episode because they mm-hmm. went for a lot of cheap gags. Oh, like, yeah, so much. Congratulations, Data. It's, it's a, a girl. girl. Fuck oh. you, Troy. Fuck you nine times. Troy got to have so Not many lines times? this episode because she wasn't in the last one. Um, yeah, well, that and because, like, you know, people were dealing with feelings and shit. There were feelings. You know? On the one hand, it's like, I kind of thought it was sort of amusing. It's like, you know, they have, you know, cut to Troy has fallen asleep. <sighs> but it's like, on the other hand, Lal could probably go through those thousands of images in seconds because she's an android. We've seen how fast her father maybe, reads. Maybe Troy just needed a fucking nap. Maybe. Like, it's been like, it's been like, Sunday. it's yep. been like she three minutes. She also didn't have a fully functioning brain. Oh, true. Data, true. Jo- no, true. No. <laughs> she never will. Because Data, Data was still doing his uh, his uploads. That's true. Uh, I would say that, honestly, the reason it probably took so long was because she probably had like 1,600 questions about every single one of them. True. That's yeah. true, yeah. What's that dangly thing between his legs? Don't worry oh, about it. Uh, Why does that one have two? It's yeah, a Klingon. They should have been nude. M- maybe been they nude. had been earlier. I could use a little new, some new material for the old because like, bank. I'm on board. What like, do you think Andorian dick looked like? Because like, or like Blue. or at least like wearing like underwear for like the purpose of the television. Because like the fact that that the hologram raspberry. version of the kind of, of the human like? female. Ooh, I like it. Like, did she also really like the clothes? She's like, yeah, I'll wear those clothes, too. Or are those part of her skin? Ah! I like to think that she got to go to, like, a Barbie boutique after the fact. American girl? Yeah. <laughs> so we were teaching Lol how to eat. Oh, yeah, that oh, was cute. Even though Andrew oh. doesn't need to eat. God, speaking of, like, of cheap gags, though, you know? He's like, here's how you do it. And she opens her mouth and spills a bunch of shit on herself. It's just like, and, oh. But his goofy smile afterward, I, I appreciated. I love Prince Bunny. Uh. Um... <laughs> Uh, Picard's double facepalm. <laughs> like, Data, how can you not get how fucked up this is? How would he get it? Because he he's right he's right now looking at it through the same lens of what humans do when they uh, recreate, not recreate, procreate. <laughs> they can also I recreate. Still, I, yeah, but here's I the thing, say, though. If it was recreation, I don't know it to about the code of uniform conduct in the 24th century, but I feel like in the military, it's generally frowned upon to get knocked up and have a baby while on active duty. Well, no, your civilian I mean, wife who happens to live on your spaceship well, probably can well, get Well, yeah, up. your civilian, sure, but... I mean, he doesn't have a civilian he doesn't, Yeah, exactly. He's, 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 he's mother and father. But I did think the reason... Up, did they bring up Troy getting knocked up that time? No. She, it was... It was Alluded to because she, okay. she was like, You've never, you've never been a, a, you've never been a yeah. parent yeah. to Picard. But it's never brought up to her. date or something. She oh, okay. did it to somebody. Yeah. So, you know, you, it was Picard. But I mean, I did appreciate his whole like. I, mean, I, was, a, I was a parent for all of two days. <laughs> so I'm an expert. I did appreciate, though, his like, 
I was unaware people in the crew were supposed to consult with you about procreation. Well, I mean, Picard hates children no matter what. True. That's why enter, uh, yesterday's oh, Enterprise yeah. should have been his uh, his fucking paradise. Yeah, if there were really. no families. And Guinan's like, there should be families. I mean, and families! Like, yeah, Fuck I, I, no! I mean, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that people can't have children in the military, but... I'm saying people can't have children. But, um... <laughs> Full stop. I feel like becoming a single parent in the military seems like it would have some implications for conflict of interest. Mm. Conflict of interest. How? Well, because your first duty is to, supposed to be to the ship, to your to your duties. But if you have a child that you're like dealing, yeah. But with. even if you have a child with your civilian wife, you're still yeah. But if no, you, but at least the then it's like you're the only you're the sole caregiver. Yeah, but this also is a robot, Cisco not a child. Like this caregiver. thing is not going to accidentally kill itself because it's probably basically. I think it's more likely to accidentally kill itself. Oh, and the whole well, and I thought it was going to kill the whole ship yes. when it was having its little mental. Breakdown there. Or when she mm-hmm. discovers her body and picks up a phaser. Yikes. Jams it in her clam. Why? <laughs> I love clam Why? jams. Why? Clam jam. Thank you, man. No, stop. <laughs> Can't stop, won't You know, with those, with those phasers, you know somebody's done it. That's how, Dude, you there's know, definitely you know, a... There's a setting. <laughs> Set it to vibrate. No. <laughs> man, um, I'm going to love the future. The other thing that I thought was it, good... Set it to light tickle. Okay. <laughs> It's like a step lower than stuff. I keep trying to have a real thought, and they keep saying things. So what I liked, though, is on the same in the same vein as him being like, I didn't know I had to ask you about procreation, was when Admiral Akbar <laughs> is like demanding he give up his kid because he has no experience. And he's like, I wonder how much experience he had when he had that his was first a, child. That was good and I was like, mine. fuck yes, Data. Yeah, I mean, really, Tell him, girl. You don't have to like, take that shit. All of Picard's frustration really obviously just does stem from the fact that he already knows. He's like... Oh, I'm gonna have to deal with the bureaucrats again. <laughs> that's really what it is. But that's the other thing too is like, it is there is established precedent that they cannot do what Admiral Half Dick wants to do. Yeah, which um, proves that Starfleet is all like they really want more Soom type androids, and mm-hmm. they are gonna do whatever they can to get them. Yeah. It's, it's well, and that's I was thinking about this. Are they in like, development? Like, where did fucking Maddox go? He's probably still working on stuff. He's just not as good at it. Even Data can't manage it for some reason. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's. Well, I think well, I think it's just incru- like e- and even Data, he didn't he didn't do what Soon did. He just copy pasted. That's himself. true. Yeah. So does Lal have the memories of all those not minors? No, I think I think it's I think colonists. he copied colonists. the structure of the brain, but not like the data. Of the brain, like um, not the data, mem- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not the not the memories. Like I think it's like you know the equivalent of copying a program. A, not even like copying the hardware of a computer, but not the the hard drive. You know, like the processor. But he literally is messing with her hard drive, right? Her I, memory. I mean, he's building the structures of the brain. Because I think that's the hard part is that... And that's what was breaking at the end yeah. is that the, the synaptic connections... Were just failing. Were failing. And that was the, that's the thing that nobody... Where's DeForest Kelly when you need only, him? Only soon could figure out how to do was yeah. make the positive they needed They needed the Spock's brain people yep. to right. get that magic helmet. Brain, brain. What is brain? But yeah, because I, I was thinking about this though. <laughs> uh, it was, um, you know, how much weight does the decision of a single... Judge Advocate General actually, like, have. Like, that solved the issue for data sentience at the time. But 
But in theory, Starfleet could try to bring it to a higher court, probably. I'm glad you brought up sentience. I want to do a brief... Because they kept saying sentience. I don't think yeah. I mentioned this the last time this came up. But mm-hmm. In what measure of a man? What it, it does not mean what the writers of Star Trek think it means. Okay. Because... And, and like, this this was irritating me. What did they... They mean? kept me... Oh, she's almost sentient. She's almost... She's achieving sentience. Mm. You've taken the first step towards sentience. They kept saying shit like that, and I'm like... It was sentient since it was... Walking for, and talking. Yeah. Originally. That's what... Because yeah. sentience... And this is a little pedantic, so permit me. Not on this show. Sentience, <laughs> by definition, is anything that has senses... Anything that can sense a fucking... Naked mole rat. A naked mole rat is sentient. A fucking plant is sentient in the sense that it can react. Oh, they mean sapient, don't they? They mean sapient. They keep saying sentience when they mean sapient. When I wrote my my cloud that Spock mind fucks short (laughs) story that is up on the Tumblr. Go read it if you haven't yet. Ta-da! I I was looking into the differences between sentience and sapience. I think I either included or was going to include Spock being pedantic about it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. Um, But yeah, so so like where sentience refers to being able to sense, Mm. sapience refers to being like human like self-aware well uh specifically masturbating i'm pretty i'm pretty sure the 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 root word for sapiens is like a latin word that means wisdom okay so like hence homo sapien is wise man right Hmm. there is that true homo is man sapien is wise or wisdom Really? So Homo sapien is, as opposed to Homo erectus, which yeah. is man erectus, with boner. Erect- <laughs> <laughs> oh, does that mean that isn't what a sapien means? Uh, so yeah, so anyway, just wanted to be a little pedantic. But you figure like data of all people would get it right. Well, maybe for some reason between well, the, writers don't know, it's the 24th the century, the <laughs> definition right. changes. Yeah, Possibly because mm-hmm. of a late 20th century science fiction program changing the popular concept of what it means. Mm. So I'm presuming young Lol is what young Data was like when he was first turned on and was just precocious as fuck. Mm. We've seen what Data was like when he was first turned on. (laughs) Um, With with Yar, Mm -hmm, yes. mm -hmm. Mm. He's rather dry. Well, hopefully she was... (laughs) I meant like, you know, I'm drained multiple times. Well, I meant that her vagina was wet. Yikes. Just to clarify. My thought when uh, Data comes to crush her for advice, it's like, you're a successful parent. I want her to go, successful? Have you met Wesley? Everyone hates him. Just like everyone hated me. And she runs away crying. Aww, Bev. And Troy's like, wait, Bev, come back. We can talk about feelings. I'm an empath. Let's get into our athletic I love the scene when when Lol runs into Troy's office or her room or her house i don't know rufus she goes into a place <laughs> where troy is and is like i Ice feel i feel feel here and troy's like yes i'm an empath <laughs> <laughs> i can tell <laughs> wow you really are scared <laughs> I, like she calls up like uh you know she calls data and picard they're in the meeting with half half man and um <laughs> And they like, and she's like, Lol just came to my uh, office and she's really upset. I can tell because I'm an empath. <laughs> my empathic senses were telling me that Lol. <laughs> she, she, she smashed because, the because table. Lol's, because Lol's an android, though. See, that's interesting because I don't know. Because, like, I on one hand, I would say that the empath. I mean, I can ability, look at Lol and, and see that she's freaking yeah, out. But, but I would say the empath ability. Like, on one hand, I'm like, the empath ability really should only extend to 
biological things, I would think. But then at the same time, the ship is mind dead. Melds. Yeah, I think mind, like Spock mind melded with no a space man. probe. So <laughs> and literally everything else he could get his dirty little hands on. Yes. So it's it's entirely possible that she can pick his it own up. dick. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Because like on the one hand, Ponfar. Yep. Do you think when... I bet you Vulcans do, like, tantric sex. Like, I bet you that's their thing. Like, like take... Like, that's probably what the Kolinar actually is. They're big-time Is They're just banging for, like, a year straight. I imagine it's just more like both of them desperately scream and tackle each other because it's been seven years. Mm. Yeah. I'm, put, I'm putting this in my fanfic. Vulcans, man. <laughs> Apparently, um... When Whoopi had that line about you know, the, trying to explain what love was to Lal and why that man was eating that woman's face. What is love? Uh, Baby, and, don't hurt me. And Whoopi refused to say a line that was when a man and woman fall in love and insisted that they change it to when two people are in love. Well, that's because her. isn't Whoopi gay? I don't know. I've never asked. I think she is. I don't think it's any of our business. Oh, yeah. but I just mean like, I wonder if that... Well, either way, yeah. I mean, I, I applaud her either way, but I... Yeah, no, that's very... Uh, especially in fucking yeah, They wanted to have some same-sex couples in the background of Ten Forward, but that got nixed. How topical is it that we watch this episode this week, given... I mean, now, this will air next week, so it might not be quite or as topical. in a couple of weeks. What uh, week is it? This week. Yeah, it's next week. The so, tomorrow. But at the time that we're recording this, there's, like, heated public discourse about this border separation thing where where the uh, government is taking immigrant children away and locking their parents up and uh there locking was a, the children a, a, a huge sub a huge subplot in this episode was the separation thing as caitlin alluded to in the intro so i, don't know, I thought i thought it was very topical are you saying our show is somehow causing everything to go wrong yes yes oh, i am i thought you were saying that it was just a good coincidence of time well, that's also what I'm saying. Yes. It's a coincidence. Have we or caused the darkest timeline? No. I mean, we did start in is September Wesley's, 2016. Is Wesley's head going to explode? I think millennials not getting out to vote is what because, entered us into because the Because they were timeline. all in at their home laughing on the floor rolling because of Listening how funny our, our podcast, podcast is. I knew it. Oh, no. They're going to send like a Terminator to kill me. That's all right. Wait, they haven't done it yet. Woo! They didn't think time travel. I win. But back to La 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 Land. Did someone on the show finally fucking get their ice cream? Yeah, but she... Yeah, She's but... a robot. She doesn't need to eat ice cream. But she got it. Someone finally got ice cream. Was that ice cream? That's what I was it wondering. Looked like mint chocolate. I, I, thought did, it I, I didn't cream. get a good look at it. So. Maybe it was meant to be an Andorian blue sort of ice cream. I'm eating an Andorian? Yeah. Oh, God. Ooh. Andorian. I want their fear... Ganglia. It's probably the antenna. <laughs> They're antennae. The yeah, meat. totally. Absolutely. Um, I don't think it would be tender. I think it would be stalky. Mm. <laughs> if you prepare it properly. I don't know. No, it's like, it's chicken like frog. It's like frog legs. Yeah, you'd, you'd nibble around the edges like. Yeah. Mm. Taste of chicken, probably. As everything does. Yeah, you know what was sad was Data having to break it to Lal that the kids mm. in her class were laughing at her and not with her. Yeah, it was but well it done. wasn't sad because like he was just so like, yeah, they were being dicks. Oh, that's sad. Like that was my life, though. Well, I mean, here's the thing. No. It was sad, but it's like, but he said it in such a way. This is what I'm saying. He's very cold. Well, because he doesn't have emotions. I know. He does. Lies. He has so many emotions. Mm. 
He doesn't know how to process like properly. His only emotion he is just I want to be a real boy. He just doesn't know how to say that it is love that he feels. Mm. I, I, I like this episode a lot, but I will say that the... I did not like the the end like the ending of Lol dying sure but kind of has to otherwise you're stuck with the new character no, of the show well yeah but the fact that there's no actual and again this is a problem with episodic television is that we're never going to talk about or think about this character again nope. and like it's never resolved the resolution is I downloaded her memories to my brain and now I'm going to go back those to work colonists memories. Theta, you're weird. Like how many it's, you got? It's like, like there's no there's no resolution. There's no we never we don't even see half tell again mm. after you know that. Well, that's because there are plenty of evil admirals to go around. You know. Yeah. I feel like the only time we see any repeat admirals, it's because they have aliens living in them. Like I don't feel like we get. Well, many. we we haven't really met Necheyev yet, but she shows up a bunch. Okay. But hey, she's look. not really evil. She's just kind of bitchy. Well, you know, she's a woman, it sounds oh, like, naturally. so it makes perfect sense, obviously. You know what I was thinking about is that, you know, this should be very, very newsworthy material that mm. that a soon-type robot has created another soon-type robot. This should be breaking news. How does news get around in the Federation? Do they, they don't have, like, a TV news channel or anything. Probably still have, still. They Twitter. don't have Fox News anymore. Thank God. How much do you want to bet? Twitter. Haftel takes Lol's corpse back with him. Oh, and and they 100%. study and they, and they study it because because we, we, there's never any kind of funeral or anything. So presumably he's just like, all right, I guess you don't need this anymore, Data. I'll take it back with me. And we'll find out what makes it tick. Actually, I like to imagine that they did do the full like shooter out of a torpedo, torpedo of all the thing. souls I've known. But then like mm. you know, and then they warp away, and then the just least human. Haftel comes out in like a spacesuit, like well, no, that, just like he just kind of like. The, the ship he was on just kind of sneaks around, just kind of peers around the edge. Like, they got... I'm not sure how a, a starship peers around the edge of a planet, but a, a picture it in your own head. You'll call, come from your own head. I like it. And it just peers around, like, he gone? And then, yes, like you said, Haftel just putters out in, like, a... In the, like, Star Trek, the motion picture when Spock wore that had the little jet pad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't see Haftel as being evil, evil. I do. No, he's like, just... He's not like... He's not like Evil in the sense just, of, of like yeah. what's his fuck? Uh, yeah, no, Mister. I'm gonna play both sides and give guns to everybody. Yeah, no, he's he's Jameson. Jameson. He's more like that scientist dude from Measure of a Man, where he's like he's so desperate for this advancement, he's not willing to think. Yeah, I mean, it's a forward in a way, it's a forward thinking episode. If, if there's if you if you take it as allegory for otherness mm. of like because there's two ways you can go about addressing something that's new and different and one of them is to do what the admiral did and try to control it and mm-hmm. own it and yeah. like be uh, dominate it and then or you can be you know forward thinking and be like no it's a life you let it do its thing the 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 major uh, extremes of parenting that data discovered in his reading i w- i like it would have it would have been super corny to have Data reading a Dr. Spock book. <laughs> it also would have been hilarious. Mr. Spock book. Yes. I wonder if... So, like, this is probably just my own personal experience, like, like kind of being read into this, but I also wonder if it's something to do with, like, the importance of children of divorced parents to actually continue to have their father in their lives since up until, like, probably the last 20 years or so, it was automatically decided that kids basically went to their mom. Mm. Unless a lot of lengthy court fighting happened. Mm. Interesting. 
There's probably nothing there to support it. It's just no, but that is an interesting of. thought. I do think that Haftel had a good point about the there are two. This is like this is a species well, of two, and yeah. they're both on the same ship. That's probably his one kind of like. I definitely have to give you that one. Argument. But then, but then, but that his argument that argument falls apart when it's like oh, when Dana's like, okay, well, I'll go two, and they're like, no, no, that's yeah, that's true because. That. Yeah, sure, having both in the same place, yeah, but I feel like having both of them on a Starbase would be probably okay. Yeah, although Starbases get fucked up too sometimes. Sometimes. But... I don't know. See, I thought that, that argument fell apart immediately because, you know, right now you have one Zoom-type android on, on a ship that's constantly getting in danger. True. And you could, you could destroy your one, like your one-of-a-kind being. Yeah, but we've already, it's, it has been established that you can't make Data do what he doesn't want to do. Yeah, there was a whole court like, case. Like, they wanted to do that. So wait, so that court case didn't set a precedent for any offspring of his? Because it feels like when the Supreme Court rules about shit, you kind of have to, well, like... Well, again, and like Chris said, it wasn't the Supreme Court. It was Picard's ex-girlfriend. And yeah, and that's a real... That's the thing I was thinking of, too. Is like, so wait a minute. This this judge advocate general, which is a random military, like, court thing... Who... And the re- I didn't say Picard's ex-girlfriend to diminish her accomplishments. I said it to... Imply that she had that, that she had a conflict of interest in remind that. us yes. that they banged hard afterwards. Oh my god, and that's so much. But no, sex. she had a conflict of interest. So like, I feel like any competent attorney could tear that decision apart to be like, wait a minute. Well, the, plus, the, <laughs> you're having a low-ranking military court make a sweeping civil rights decision. Mm-hmm. So does the Federation have to adhere to this now? And you'd think. This would actually have to go to whatever the hell the Federation version of the Supreme Court is, and they'd have to decide it, and whatever they say would override anything Starfleet wants. Also, like, here's something. Why, and this is a more general thing, too, why, so the, the Enterprise has a thousand people on it. Yep. It's a huge ship. Lots of people. Lots Some of crew. Mm-hmm. No one is like, why don't we have a JAG office? Why don't we have some lawyers... On the ship. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, and like, this comes up all the fucking time. Because it's not just like custody disputes, but that's something they could deal with. But, you know, why is it always, like, why was Picard the one dealing with the Shellyak? Yeah. Like, why, like, I get he's the captain of the ship, and like, yeah, there's diplomatic responsibilities. They don't have an, amb- an ambassador on the An ambassador. Or, what? or a, a, an ambassador or a lawyer. So, I do like, love the idea of just a ship's lawyer. That would it have been, makes more sense than ship's counsel. It makes a ton of sense. <laughs> As a character. Yes. You know, and like, like, and like, especially for this show where yeah. so many of the episodes hinge on some like philosophical or legal thing. Like, yeah. that could be an interesting character. You know, the, the ship's lawyer. Even if, even if just a, a recurring guest person, you're like, oh, fuck, call, 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 call the ship's yeah, lawyer. Yeah, you could have him like, like, so you don't know that could have been your Endorian. Guinan has her law degree. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Her age, she probably has so many degrees. Uh, ooh, I noticed a uh, very, like, couple of frames in this episode. I know picked up on a... You saw John Ritter's ball? A, yes. A production uh, error. <gasps> when Data takes his seat at Ops at the very end of the episode, the camera pans a little too far to the right, and you can see the open turbo lift door oh. with, <laughs> with no turbo lift in it. It's just a black... Oh, that's what I'm saying. You see the open turbo door, and there's just some guy there eating a sandwich. No, it's just like you could. It looked like you only see for a couple of frames. You can't really see what's out there, but it's Mm. clear that the turbo lift isn't, and it's just like looking into like (laughs) backstage. That's funny. Whoopsie. 
Data also is always wrong in in that he uses contractions all the time. Yeah. Often but now that he's too. got Lol's memories and shit in his head, shouldn't he be able to use contractions? Yeah, I was kind of half expecting them to do that, like have him say can't or something. Um, why yeah, is he not able to do it? Like, so why is he it's able to say, oh yeah, I don't know how to use contractions? It but was just made up for the sake of being able to tell him and Lore apart in that one episode. Because know, before then, he totally had used contractions. I'm just saying that if you recognize that you aren't able to do the thing... It's also so arbitrary. Like, what computer system cannot, can't, eh, yeah. uh, figure out that... Like, because contractions aren't, like, some magic part of speech. No. They're, it's just another word. It's a synonym, essentially. It's not like, it's not like you need to do some complex, Yeah, it's uh, not portmanteau. uh, You don't have to, like. Beautiful mind stuff to make a contraction. I wonder if he would be good at portmanteau. Probably not. I, I guess he wouldn't be able to because he cannot combine two words into a single word. That's a damn shame. Although, we do have. Data lore! Data lore! We do. We do have data lore. Oh my god, we've been talking for so fucking long. Yeah, dude, how did this episode get so long? I don't know. Uh, we spent a lot of time on yesterday's Enterprise. This was a it's fucking yesterday. good episode, man. It was, it was okay. good. These were some, I think these are both solid episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Of the show, I, I think. And I, I was pretty sad when Lol died. Yeah, it was a little sad. And like, like I didn't like her as a character very much, but at the end I was just kind of like, this is a real bummer. I oh, and I did. You were sad for Data, not for Lol. And I appreciate. I'm a little sad for Lol. I was sad for Lol. I was happy for myself, never having to see her again. I did appreciate, you know, that that as with many characters that question, sort of, you know, they always they they often have this sort of, uh, you know, come to Jesus moment where you've got the the admiral coming out after the attempted surgery and he's just really shook. Mm. It's funny because like it, he finally is like kind of. Sympathetic. Yeah, he gets it. You know, he's like, he's seen, even if Data wouldn't acknowledge that he was desperate, that was an act of desperation. And he recognized the the uh, humanity of the robot. Mm, sapient. I don't know. I thought that the, the, the silly parts that were mostly in the first half of the episode ended up just coming off as condescending most of the time. It felt mm. like the, the, the show was just kind of like shooting itself in its own foot. Mm, I could see that. Like, it didn't know if it was a joke or not. And then by the end, you're like, no, it's just sad. Yeah, this is a no. serious episode. All no, what's... Time. What? Oh, yeah. dear. Well, I don't know. I think it was... I think maybe it could have done with a little less uh, The reflex humor, one but... was pretty fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that... Yeah. I mean, I laughed, but it was stupid, right? It was like, dumb. I mean, I, and I enjoyed it. And was there, but... which is always a problem. I feel like that's just At least a... he wasn't talking. <laughs> I feel like that's a... Um... Reaction gif now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I see it all the time. Which, yeah, it's like usually it's something like the ball is labeled the point and Lala is labeled me or something. That's great. I like that. Yeah, I think probably less time on the the learning montage. the learning montage and <laughs> yeah. more time. I would expect like to see more of the ten forward stuff maybe mm. for Lala. You know what? Watching I'd like her to make see? out with Riker. Yeah, I, I would she, like she made to a decent see bartender. that montage set to Eye of the Tiger. So yes. if anybody has the means, I, I, I'm, I want I, someone. Mister Mister Mobile, I'm looking at you. I know you have a video editor. Make it happen. <laughs> um, Actually, does he? He listens. He was on the show. Justice, <laughs> Justice, make me this video. He's got work to do. Justice, do you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was drunk. <laughs> so you're not. Justice, make the video. I said. No, but Justice, seriously, put Eye of the Tiger under that scene, please. Please, please. please Is it even please, long please. enough? It's, yeah, it's going to be like two... Da, da, da. 
<laughs> and then okay. just cut to deadlock. Okay, okay. Actually, what I want now is Jake going dun dun dun, dun. and that to be the montage music, please, on repeat, if the one and a half times that it. Can We're play. not going to pay you for it. Chip chop chip. <laughs> chip chop chip. <laughs> Fucking Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. So much Jim Gaffigan today. Speaking of Jim, Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan, I think that's all we have for these two episodes. So <laughs> okay. let's um, good segue. Like, we could probably go on for another six hours, the rate we've been going. Snoo. But yeah, you're right. Somebody's got to stop us. Let's segue into next week. Uh, so next week we'll be talking about two episodes oh, of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Shit, two episodes. Season three, episode seventeen: Sins of the Father. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say of the flesh. Sins of the Father. I much prefer the those. Father ones. has sinned. What art thou sin? Maybe his sins were over the flesh. And all <laughs> elegance. Nope. All legion. Allegiance. All elegance. Don't give me that face. Uh, Some elephants. <laughs> Some elephants. Oh, it's funny when she does it. Mm. I see. So sins of the father and allegiance. That's coming up next time on a store to storm by. A star to storm by. A steer to storm by. A, a star, a storm, storm, storm is a brewing. Yeah, I actually do need to. Storms of ruin, if you know what I mean. Uh, anywho, uh, so uh, yeah, so catch us next time for those, and also Facebook and Twitter, SSHB Podcast and Tumblr and Tumblr. What we what are we SSHB, SSHB Podcast? Podcast. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, on uh, Facebook we're just a startist year. That's true, a startist year. Yeah, you have to type more if you want to find us on Facebook. So. But you can also find us on iTunes and Google mm-hmm. Play Podcast. Uh, and other podcast place. Stitch, I think. Stitch, no. Google no. Play? Stop. SoundCloud. 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 And uh, we're there. Find us. Like us. Share us with your friends. And if you're on the iTunes, give us five-star review. And write us a comment. I haven't think I've done that appeal in a while. So, yeah. Give us the five-star. Or four. Four or five. Don't give us three. If you're going to give us three stars, just don't do it anyway. Okay? Fuck you. Um... <laughs> But give us five or four. We'll take that. Five that's or four. Make the audience. I think that's a good. That's a good. No, tactic. if you really want to give us three stars, do it. But make sure you explain why. I hate when I go onto like a review thing and it's like two stars or one star, and they don't put a goddamn comment. Comment. You know what I hate more than that? When they put one star and then they angry about something that has nothing to do with the product. Oh or thing yeah, like like yeah. oh the shipping was shit. It's like, dude, that is not an explanation. Oh yeah, once. I, I, how many times on, on Amazon do I works. see like a one star and it's like, oh yeah. The box was damaged. Okay, well, then get a replacement. You know, fuck you. Anywho. Yeah, no, um, it's not. So do all that stuff. And, you know, just be be cool. Be cool to each other. Be cool to people. Just be be nice. And don't put children in fucking cages. Don't. No, yeah. Wesley, no, maybe. no concentration camp shit. We tried this. It doesn't work. It's fucked up. Let's not go back there and do that again. So, uh, yeah, I guess with that, uh, on that note, uh, I think we're done. My name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Warrior drink. Warrior drink.